wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you I've just started eating coffee beans when I'm too lazy to make coffee now. Not even chocolate covered ones, just straight up. No, I just I, I wake up and if I like if I don't want to wake Lisa up and grind beans, I just start putting them in my mouth until I feel better. Really? Yeah, I just chew them and chew, and chew <laughs> nope. and then swallow them and then I feel better. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. Real... I think I've done that before. Maybe that was you who got me on that. Like have you done this before? Like ten years ago? I used to eat chocolate covered coffee beans. Okay. I just yeah, I'm just I like I'm too lazy to make I'm too lazy to make coffee, so I'm just gonna eat the beans to get the same effect. Mm. That's a new low. That's a new low for me. <laughs> Sweet. So I bought a I bought a house in Dauphin last week. That's why I stayed out of all this Facebook stuff. I have a reputation. You bought a house in Dauphin. I'm I'm gonna be in that community, so I wanted to stay the heck out of that Facebook talk. So uh, the thing about buying a house is every house you go into, and I'm talking about right now and when we bought our last house in 2010, there's one thing in common with every single freaking house. They've got four books on that shelf. Doesn't matter who lives there. Doesn't matter the age of the people. Is there's, one of them the Bible? No, there's four books and they're all in one series. We're talking about Twilight. Is this... oh. Every single house. And you know what? That you went in? Yeah. And it's with and I'm not generalizing because here's the ultimate kicker. Janelle put all her books in uh in a we've boxed all Janelle's books up. Except there's four books on the shelf right now. Oh no. And you know, I think I'm thinking about even when we show our house, keeping them up. Because if they're not up, someone will come in here and be like, something's missing in this house. Something's wrong. What's wrong with these people? Something's wrong. They're heartless. They're not reading Twilight. So I've been thinking about how to stage this house, like to, in order to make the people think I'm kind of cool. So I was going to take down my Tom Brady painting. Cause you know, he's a controversial figure. A lot of people don't like Tom, but I was thinking like, yeah, but if a Pats fan, if a Pats fan yeah, walks in your house, premium, it's sold. This house is blessed. It's been around for some big wins, but I'm thinking things that I want to keep in the house. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, delirious DVD. <laughs> Just like straight off. Be like, yeah, this guy gets it. But what's like an item that you would leave in the house? You know that it's not college anymore, Carter. <laughs> what do you People mean? People don't identify you by, by the shit that's hanging around your house. Sure you do. If someone had Eddie no, Murphy no. Delirious DVD, you'd be like, respect. Respect. This guy gets it. Okay. <laughs> so what else are you going to put up? Because I got some awesome stuff in a in a box that you can have. You want to add to your cool factor? I was thinking maybe my uh, <laughs> I just arrived in the mail today. Um, so no, I like, you're you're buying stuff to show off in your house that I, you're about to sell. I like Christopher Nolan movies, and uh, so I've I, I've just as as it happens, I've managed to collect all of uh, most of his movies in steelbook variation, so that the cover of the like the Blu-rays made out of steel. Except one of my favorite movies that I did. They're the pre- called Steelbook? Yeah, they're called Steelbooks. So The Prestige. That's such a... One of his movies, it never... It doesn't have a Steelbook edition. It wasn't a big enough movie to, to warrant one. But it did in Italy. 
limited edition run of 4,000 copies. So, I it. This might have arrived today in the mail. How much did that cost? <laughs> yeah. Well, considering I haven't worked Come in on, here. Tell me. Tell me. No, it wasn't much at all. It wasn't much. How much, Carter? <laughs> I'm going to look it up right now, and you're going to get busted. It was the last, last edition. It was the last copy out there, man. You're not going to find it anyways. I'm not afraid. <laughs> but yeah, that that's a topic that hasn't been breached in this podcast for a while. Carter's DVD collection. How much was it? $400. Oh, <laughs> Joking. How much was it? It's like, I don't know, nineteen ninety nine probably. I got one for 25 Yeah? Ooh. Yeah. Got a deal? Straight up? Jamie, I'm glad you're here today. Okay. Maybe you can be an expert on this topic. All right. You can have a bit more empathy than us. <laughs> or, wait, wait, you're relying on me for empathy? Is that... Oh, I'm assuming that <laughs> you're... Maybe I'm microaggressing you right now by doing this, but I had a talk today on social justice. So I'll, I'll let you know beforehand. I am actually a supporter of social justice. No, but I am. Until you have I, to go to a conference on social justice. <laughs> when the opening line of your social justice talk is, there's some sound problems. You say, can you turn that down? I don't want to make anybody be deaf. <laughs> That's it's called hearing impaired. What's that person's problem? Yeah. There are several deaf people in our organization. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. That'd be great. Microaggression. Can you talk about the... She comes in straight up and she checks the volume. She checks her volume privilege. <laughs> checks it right there. Checks her I volume don't privilege. Know if you can I'm sure everyone's life story is interesting, but if you actually had servants in your original country, can I feel bad for you? Were they well compensated Was servants? She South African? Mm, no. Guyana. Indian in Guyana. Yeah, that's just slaves like Kuwait. Okay. Speaking of which, my <laughs> mate will be here pretty soon. <laughs> So no, it was it wasn't. It's just hard to listen when you're talking to a hundred white people and like, who has got ideas on race? Oh, just speak up. Let's let's let it all out right now. <laughs> yeah, let's let it all out. It's a hundred <laughs> southern Manitoba white people. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. All of a sudden, Inkster walks into the room. <laughs> <laughs> I've got ideas on race. You can't tell me I can't eat my bacon. It was so hard not to be funny. My attempt at funny. <laughs> I really want to just say at the end, like grab it because there was a microphone being passed around. It was talking about okay, how can this? There are case studies. Be like okay, we with we know what the real problem here is. In these case studies, we know immigrants. <laughs> They've got to get out so the Canadians can deal with their problems. It's, is that what oh, she was saying? No. Never mind. I, I guess it wouldn't have been very funny. But it would have been a good time for just, just a good speech. And then be like, no, I'm just joking. You, know, yeah. like, <laughs> you, you got to bring it. There's just a look of hopelessness on everybody's face. That was 
amazing so to watch. you got a PD session on social justice. Mm-hmm. How many hours? Six. Oh, my. Holy moly. But the point, I mean, the point is that you were in a room full of people, like full of old white people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking about social justice. Too. Yeah, like six hours of that would have been torture because it's just like, it, I would imagine it would be extremely patronizing for, towards everyone, essentially. Yeah, I don't know how you could hope to present. It's, yeah, that's crazy. It's so, it's so complicated. And a hundred people who are not happy to be there. And did no one bring that up? Like, did, did someone should have been like, raise a hand. Like, who here has been discriminated because of their race in this room? And watch no hand go up. Okay. I'm going to teach you how to follow the yeah. And the, the ideas of it were never even explained to what it really was, just insinuations. <laughs> No, that's a great that's a great presenter where they never actually tell you what their core idea is about. They just jump past that or else they don't have a way of structuring what they want to say, so they just avoid it. Now I did go to the same elementary school as Jamie. We were four years younger than me, maybe three? Three years, I think. Maybe four. I have a confession. Four. You guys were discriminated. Jamie, I have a confession to make. Okay. Uh-oh. I never spread this because I didn't believe it as a 10-year-old. Oh, no. You know, there was... Yes. Do you know there was some rumors about you at our school when you got there? Uh-oh. About me? Fatherhood? About your father? No, I, I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> this is awesome. But this sounds pretty amazing, so let's uh, continue. <laughs> Carter, do you know this? No. I'm, I have no I'm, idea what he's about to say either, but this is I'm so sure bad. I didn't. I'm sure I didn't dream this. Did you move to Dauphin at a young age? Or were you born and raised? Uh, my sister was born and raised. I was born in Regina. And I moved there before I was one. Okay. <laughs> okay. There were rumors that Jamie was the son of a famous Canadian um, television ecologist. Is this David Suzuki thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't. I don't know where. The but that white, rings the bell the too. Japanese Canadian person in our town is automatically. <laughs> I mean, okay. Let's be fair to people. There is a bit of a resemblance there, kind of between there is. my dad and yeah. David Suzuki. Yeah. <laughs> so you see, I don't have. I'm, I'm. I'm jealous of Brett because he had the. He was able to stop himself from making a joke in this big class presentation. Me, my last class presentation, I wasn't able to stop myself for a guest lecture. Um, someone came in to speak about ethics, professional responsibility and ethics. And he's like, any questions after his big, long speech about ethics? I was like, yeah, I was in court with my client and you walked in and my client said, I want him as my lawyer. He's got mad swag. So I'm asking, how do I get that mad swag? And where do you get your suits from? <laughs> 
I did say that. (laughs) That's awesome. You're the best. Did he love it? Yeah, he's like, hey, we're Rosen. Like sweet. That's awesome, Carter. No, I couldn't help myself. Aww. Couldn't help myself. Well, Brent, Brent heads restraint. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Even an opening, I gotta you. take it. So, Carter, have you actually been in court, like representing anyone? Oh, oh yeah. Um, I have a trial this Monday for uh, assault, and then a trial the next Monday for drunk driving. Yesterday, I pled two people guilty: one to an assault, one to drunk driving. Like, I don't go to school. I, all I do is work and for free. It sucks. If you were on Suits, which character would you be? <laughs> I had to watch the first two episodes just to sort of get the characters that everyone keeps talking about. But, Aww. yeah. Um, so, wait, everybody in law school watches law school TV? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Pretty so much. lame. I mean, have you tried to talk about Night Court? That's even more. <laughs> yeah, man. Like <laughs> that. I'll do that. I'll, I'll start talking about Night Court. Yeah, why don't you? Your profs would love you. Do the, the magic trick. Or, the, as, or, the for, or for Halloween, dress up as Harry. Play a little saxophone. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Wait, we got a saxophonist on the line here. Jamie. Oh, yeah, I did play the saxophone. Jamie <laughs> plays the sax. I played the show. Yeah, man. he was good. You follow him into the courtroom playing the <laughs> intro. Yeah, I would, I would, I would take it back up again if I could do that. Oh, so good. I'll play the. Can I get that baseline? Can I get dibs on that? Definitely. Boom, boom. Brent can follow it with like a triangle. Clarinets. Thank you. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I still have nightmares about being forced to play the bass in a concert. I don't know why. It's one of my only recurring nightmares. That actually, like Trevor, actually forces his friends to play bass with like a week of practice. That actually happens. I made happens. my friends play all kinds of things in my band. You're, you're my friend, Trevor, <laughs> and you live in the Middle East, and so I'm on. So I can start quoting a lot of people when they go. I know people out there. And they say it's even worse than you think. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, so you're my you're my friend out today, there. Today, today I'm going to a, a farmer's market in a couple hours. Well, my maid comes and cleans my apartment. <laughs> it's hell out here. You know what? It's real dog eat dog stuff. I'm gonna drive my Chevy down to the city to the farmer's market while the maid cleans my house, and then I'm gonna go tutor students in american history and when did the women get stoned what time <laughs> right is that after. right after right I, when I get home knew it knew it knew it just a matter of time people just people hate what they don't understand they just mm-hmm. there's tribes it's either yours or yes that's true there is a tribal aspect to all life isn't there Mm-hmm. That's just how we roll. Mm-hmm. Teams are fun. Uh, once a week, I just go ice skating just for like exercise, and then I'll stick around after for a little while. And if there's like hockey games on or whatever, and just like watch high school hockey games, I'm bored. Um, and I had forgotten what psychos hockey dads are. Oh. <laughs> uh, like I, I thought you had hockey. a favorite. I thought you had a favorite hockey team. All of a sudden, 
Do you have one here when you watch the hockey games? No, not yet. That you're... Not yet. But I'll, I'll I want one. Jamie. One. I want you to pick one and be loyal to them. Okay. I, I want you to be the random guy that shows up for one or two of the games and they have no <laughs> idea who you are. No, I'm gonna no, do I'm that. Serious. I'm gonna do that. Yes, please, please do that because that's hilarious. But um, yeah, like I don't know, like I don't, I don't remember, and, and my dad certainly was not like that. Um, but holy <laughs> psycho. Um. Like, they're, they're watching, like, this one game I was watching, I don't know what was going on, but it was just, like, fight after fight. Like, the refs were being super strict. If anything happened, like, players were getting ejected. Like, a fight happens, and the ref breaks it up, and some dad's freaking out that the ref wouldn't let them fight. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, you're, you're mad at someone for stopping your child from fighting. Like, <laughs> seemed like Brad, you back must have so much experience. Mm. Not... I think we were pretty chill. Like I didn't play at that crazy level. Yeah, but you're. There was you, just high school level. Did you see level. loser parents all around you? Did I what? Didn't you see loser parents all around you, or was that not a thing yet? Mm, I really don't think it was as much of it. No, there was. Yeah, that's newer. That's that's a new. I think. Yeah, I think think your yeah. age range was kind of like parents. Or the kids would drive themselves to the game and, and parents would be sort of out of the equation there. Mm-hmm. I think that's My more... dad was curling every time I played. Mm. Did his what? own stuff going on. He was curling yeah. every night. So you mean your parents had their own lives? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing, right? These these dads, like, they want to be so involved in it, whether it's because they miss mm-hmm. being in it themselves or whatever reason. And you can tell the bad ones, right? Because they're the ones where their sons are just like, following behind their dad very meekly, like trying to not to set him off after the game because he didn't score 100 points or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, these guys are just psychos. I'm, yeah, but it's, honestly, I was, if I was, I'm up for Carter yeah. moving to Dauphin just for, like you said, travel time and just time to do stuff. Winnipeg's system is so garbage for getting anywhere. If you have kids, you got to commit true. 100% of your time just to, just to do the basics. Just to get them somewhere? Four hours of commuting in Winnipeg. It's not worth it. No matter what you're going to or from. Just anywhere. Jeez, that movement. Sounds like it's a lot worse than when I live Go rent a car sometime and just drive around. There's just been acres of suburbs added. along Along all the major throughways. You gotta get out. I have a kid, Uh-oh. and that kid is in extracurricular kind of clubs. It's like that is my free time. The last thing I want to do is sit around and watch my kid while somebody else is watching my kid. <laughs> Especially if you're paying someone to watch your kid. And what you do is you buy a really sweet Christmas present, like at least $200 for whoever that person is that is giving you those sweet free hours of your life. And you treat them really nice, and you never throw them under the bus, even if they do something you don't agree with. You just smile and say, yeah, sounds good. I'll see you in two hours. <laughs> like, some people watch their kids while other people watch their kids. Yeah. Seems incredibly might understand this. This is a new thing this year in my area. So, you're aware of, like, a so 
communities not to like to put their best high school players together for traveling teams, right? Yeah, yeah. You're okay with that? Sure. I just found out that now the people who don't make that, this is at younger ages than that now, like Peewee is pushing to make that. Like, so How old is school, that? What's Peewee? Middle school, grade seven and eight. Okay. People who, they want to have that team at that age travel around the province. And there's also a B team between fans for people who aren't good enough to make the traveling team to also play in a second traveling team and still travel everywhere. It's like the minor leagues. <laughs> but nobody plays in their hometown anymore. So to get to your hometown, you have to go through three cuts. Three layers of being terrible. <laughs> but shouldn't most kids just stay in their hometown? Well, the way it was done for my age level was there was the A and B team. And then the the third league where local, that was mandatory as well. So mm-hmm. it was great. You still get to so you, know, you still play it in your home league. Yeah. And then on every second week, and then you could go with your your traveling team or something like that. Mm-hmm. But now probably parents are like, well, they're not getting enough chemistry on that second line of the traveling team. <laughs> you know? Because yeah, every hockey. parent thinks their kid's the next Wayne Gretzky. Ugh. Yeah, hockey's just, hockey's weird, but I'm sure everything is. I'm telling you, yeah, I've basket, all sports are weird. Players, yeah. Every oh, basketball man. player is shipped away to a prep school and what, when they're 10 now? I couldn't even imagine what football is like in, you know, like Texas or something. That's got to be the worst. Oh, I'm telling you, Link is good. Link is going to be a curler. He's going to be the, the next pe- Brent's dad. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna like? Is that is that actually Carter? Are you gonna get your son into like certain sports at like a really early age? Well, I don't know. Curling seems a lot better than, than hockey. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Would you want him to play hockey? If he wants, but I'm going to tell him, like, I'm, as long as he's able to understand me, I'll be like, listen, you can do anything you want in life except play in the NHL. Like, <laughs> here's something. Like, here's you can something be, you can really be elected like... to parliament. You can, you know, do whatever you want. But you're not making the NHL. Let's just be straight up about that. And even if, like. What about only, football? The only thing I'm going to. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like for the Bisons or something. But it's like, unless you've got a WHL scout in here when you're 14. Telling me, you know, the kid's good. You ain't good, okay? You gotta learn that. So, because uh. everybody thinks their kids make it the NHL, it's just the dumbest thing ever. I'm gl- I'm glad Jamie's here because I've got a topic written down here that he might. I'd like to hear his opinion. Self-driving cars. They're getting more and more popular. <laughs> what, like that's all there should be. That's you, all there should be. Do you trust them? Oh, I mean, I, I 100% trust them, but what I'm if, extremely trusting of technology. Driving back from Dauphin, you know, you're pulling 100 down the highway on a turn, and there's another car on the turn at the same time. That works right now. Like the Tesla Model S. I know. Can do that right I now. know, but do you trust that? That's the thing. Like, I, oh, like. Of course, it's going to work like well, okay, here's 99% the thing. of the time, you know, but uh, yeah, but not 99% of the time, like 99.9. We need to screen these cars. We need to screen them. <laughs> Jamie, do you trust these cars around your family? <laughs> okay, here's, yeah. a, here's the thing you need to ask just, yourself as a driver. <laughs> yeah. So, as a driver, you have, you know, let's say, like me, myself, I have 15 years of experience driving, right? Yeah. yeah. 
But the engineers who wrote that software combined have probably lifetimes worth oh. of, of critical software engineering experience. I, right? like some I have no problem with the code or anything. I just mean like the sensor is worn out, you know, because I didn't take my car into the mechanic or there's a piece, there's mud covering the sensor, sensor, you know, so it's just. Well, yeah, but the car will tell you like if that. that's happening. Like the car, yeah. the, there's all these self-reporting systems. It's not like the sensor gets a piece of mud on it and then the car just goes haywire. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> But I no, mean, like, I, I 100% on the turn, trust that. the other car splashes it, you know? It's just, it just feels a little... No, I, I trust it for sure. For in-town driving, I, I, that's, I'd be all for that. But just it's just high-speed highway driving. But I guess technically you just don't have the, the two lanes right well, next to Well, it's riskier other. in town. Yeah. It won't even... I mean, it doesn't even really work that well in town. No. It's, it's much riskier in town than it is on the highway. Yeah. But I don't no, know. No, I, I love self-driving cars. Like, that, that Tesla with the autopilot is... Man, I took a Tesla for a test drive. The acceleration on that what? car is unbelievable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Don't you have to provide like a tax return to be driving no, no, that? No, they just Stop. they just Waterloo is a tech town. So they just uh, there's a hotel behind the building where I live, and they were just doing test drives from this hotel. And so I signed up and I took it for a test drive, like the the, the highest model of uh, Model S. Uh, he put it on like the, the ludicrous mode or whatever it is. Like the acceleration is crazy. Well, there's so it's, much torque it's in It's crazy. A, in well, that's the thing. Car. It's so torquey. Off the line, a Tesla will beat anything. Like it'll beat a, a million dollar Lamborghini. It'll beat anything. It doesn't have the same top speed, but off the line, the acceleration is insane. Like it, it's weird. You know how in normal cars you press the you press the accelerator and there's that sort of spool up period. Like it's the car kind of lags behind the accelerator, but with the Tesla. Yeah. It just moves with the pedal. Like you just keep pressing it and the car just keeps moving with the pedal. It's crazy. That's awesome. You know, you should go when next time you're in Dauphin, you should take a test drive at uh, Dean Cooley. Because for every test drive, they're donating even more to the food bank. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll test drive a Chevy Cruze or something. Yeah. I'm not sure if it'll Can compare I to the Tesla. Can I very explain to me on that talk? Musk, what is his... Where did he come from? South Africa. No, just money wise. PayPal. Did he, did he... Yeah, PayPal. Yeah. So he's okay, he's one it. of the founders of PayPal, or I mean, sort of. PayPal and his company merged, and then he became mm-hmm. essentially one of the founders of PayPal. They sold it. Um, he didn't. I mean, he made money, but it wasn't like like I don't think it was over a hundred million. Um, and then he started uh, this like solar company. Uh, like Solar City, so they're doing like a, like a solar energy for homes and stuff like that. Um, and he didn't actually found Tesla. He's not the founder. Uh, someone else founded Tesla, and then he came on as CEO later, uh, I believe. But he's really the one who pushed the company forward. Um, and then you know he started SpaceX as well, so he's doing like he's like creating rockets. <laughs> yes. Um, and but he, all these things he, he's good at getting into it, so he's not owning everything in the world. Uh, what do you mean? Is he like, well, does he is to you said Tesla's not totally his? Well, I mean, he so he didn't start the company originally, but he mm-hmm. came on very soon after, and I think the original founder is not even involved anymore. Like, he the, the company where it is today is because of Elon Musk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, he, lost he letters. actually went to um, he went to school in. In Canada, so I think he moved to Canada after South Africa, and yes. he went to to Waterloo, to University of Waterloo, to start out with, uh, and then he transferred to Queens, 
Uh, and he, he said this publicly because there were no girls in engineering at Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, then you transferred to Queens and then, and then you transferred to, uh, to the University of Pennsylvania, I think. I've lost a lot of respect for him today. Janelle was watching The Big Bang Theory and he was guest starring. <laughs> and I was like, screw this guy. I'm done with you. You're not a, you're not a fan of The Big Bang Theory? No, actually I'm not. Do you take I'm it personally? Not. Like, are you insulted by it? Yes. <laughs> no. Okay, I'd no, seen all those just things that just not, yeah. Because I'd seen him in all these different things, but never quite put them together, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pay- PayPal is essentially where he got his first money from. Okay. Um, and he actually, during Tesla, like he, he's basically spent like pretty much all the money he had. Like at one point, I heard he was like living on a friend's couch or something because he had like invested everything he had into Tesla. Um, and it went through a period, you know, where it wasn't when they were first starting, where it wasn't a sure thing by any means. Um, but you know, luckily for him, it worked out in the end. Um, or not luckily. Well, yeah, not luckily. Well, maybe luckily. I mean, there was another, you know, there was another electric car company, um, Fisker, who yeah. went bust uh, last year or the year before, I can't remember, who were doing sort of the same thing. They started out on They had like Roadster path. convertibles and stuff like that. Yeah. What were they called? Fisker. 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 I can't. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> no, no. Obviously, Elon Musk is like you know one of the greatest entrepreneurs of our time for sure. Um, so it's not all luck, but you know they say that entrepreneurship is you know eighty percent luck. It's it's timing. It's doing the right thing at the right time. It's it's being obsessed, completely obsessed <laughs> about the right thing at the right time. Yeah, but people people like, downplay the timing aspect of it. People think that you can just do the right thing. But if you don't do yeah, it at the right or, time, or just work hard friends. enough, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no. fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense. Timing's everything, almost. Yeah. Like, then, so Tesla you want to tell us is, like, is Link getting a little brother or what? He <laughs> <laughs> said that. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was a funny Carter joke about his timing. Comedic timing, man. That's all of his own. Okay, is that? Um... <laughs> I didn't get that. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. You're gonna call it a night here or what? <laughs> call it a day. It's 8 a.m. Uh, Trevor's gotta go to ten stoning. I'm gonna go to a market. 